Good morning. Storm-weary southeast Queenslanders are stuck in limbo as they wait for help after a ferocious and deadly weather over Christmas. Emergency crews are being brought in from interstate to assist with recovery, but thousands of homes will remain without power for days. The week of destruction now claiming seven lives. A teacher, a rugby identity and a nine-year-old girl. These are some of the victims of Boxing Day's deadly storms. The thoughts of all Queenslanders are with those families who are grieving right now. For a group of friends, a day on the bay turned to horror as severe weather carved a formidable path. Their boat flipping in 100 kilometre per hour winds, plunging all 11 people on board into the water south of Green Island. The conditions were horrific and visibility would have been down to metres. Emergency crews battled through it to search for the missing. Eight people survived by clinging to the hull. As families were told, three others weren't so lucky, including school teacher Stephen Tate and former Queensland rugby union player David Logan. His club describing the 69-year-old, known by friends as Mario, as one of the finest, most fun-loving, highest integrity people you could ever meet. And we're all so blessed that he was in our lives. It would have been very difficult to, to survive in those conditions anywhere. In Gympie, two women died in the Mary River after being caught in a popular storm drain known as the Love Tunnel. Then there's little Mia, who jumped the fence of her home in Rochdale South and never returned. She was swept into a storm drain by surging floodwaters. It has been a very, very tragic 24 hours um, due to the weather. Christmas Day was also tragic. A 59-year-old Gold Coast woman also killed when she was crushed by a tree in another supercell. Police will now prepare seven separate reports for the coroner. They say it is a tragic reminder of how dangerous and deadly severe weather is and how quickly it can change. The Prime Minister describing the events as such sad news. My heart goes out to the families of those Australians who've lost their lives and to the communities taking care of them. These storms, you've just got to be so careful. As heartbroken families question why the end of 2023 has been so cruel. Meanwhile, the storm-ravaged Gold Coast is being thrown a lifeline by Queensland's new Premier. Stephen Miles has announced affected residents can now apply for disaster relief. Singles will be able to claim hardship payments of $180, rising to up to $900 for a family. They're designed to equip residents with food and other essentials. Deadly Boxing Day flash flooding in Victoria's East Gippsland has now claimed a second life. The identities of those who dived at the died at the Buckingham Ground are yet to be confirmed. The site was smashed by torrential rain and flooding, swallowing vehicles, while other campers had to be rescued from a nearby bridge. A man was also killed at Keringal when a tree branch fell while he was camping. Sydney has once again felt the full force of wild summer storms. An early afternoon blast delivered destructive winds, rain and hail across the city, toppling trees and tossing trampolines. One driver was freed after becoming trapped in his car by a fallen tree. Hailstones hammered vehicles and turned front yards white as multiple storm cells merged. Two Australian brothers have been killed in an Israeli airstrike in Lebanon. 27-year-old city construction worker Ibrahim Bazi was visiting his wife when missiles were fired by a fighter jet. The couple were understood to be planning to leave Lebanon. It's believed his wife had recently acquired an Australian visa. Bazi and his wife were killed alongside his 30-year-old brother Arling. 
DFAT says it's aware of the reports of their deaths. Well, in what's shaping up to be one of the most memorable finishes in years, it's neck and neck between Andrew Comanche and Law Connect for line honours in Sydney Hobart. They're expected to cross the finish line at Constitution Dock in the coming hours, and it's Comanche who holds a slender lead. It is rougher sailing further north. Only a handful of boats have been able to clear Bass Strait. There are predictions there could be as many as 30 retirements by tonight due to the very rough conditions. Thousands of migrants from Central America have set off on foot, joining a huge caravan moving to the southern parts of the US border. Let's go live to Jacqueline Robson. Morning to you, Jacqueline. It's a marathon journey. What's behind this surge in migrants? Well, Sally, there's been a growing desperation. These people say they're fleeing violence, corruption and simply looking for a better life. Those leading the march are holding a Mexican flag and a banner that reads Poverty Exodus. It's said to be one of the biggest migrant caravans, around 8,000 strong, travelling from southern Mexico, more than 1,500 kilometres north. And it comes amid a record-breaking surge in encounters at the US southern border. Some 10,000 people have been arriving daily and it's been a consistent political vulnerability for the U.S. President Joe Biden. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, is headed to Mexico City today to meet with the Mexican President, Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. And the goal is to agree on having action taken before these migrants get to the U.S. It's set to be a pivotal meeting, Sally. The U.S. President is facing pressure on this issue from both sides of politics heading into an election year. All right. Thank you very much, Jacqueline.